What's up, pals? This is Chris Sampson, and welcome to episode 54 of the Super Nerd Pals podcast. In this episode, we discuss more Fire Emblem because it's such a good game, so we can't not talk about it. And Mamoru Hosoda's brand new anime film sensation, The Boy and the Beast. And don't forget, episode 2 of Anime is Weird was released this past Friday. You can find it in the Super Nerd Pals RSS feed or on our website at supernerdpals.com. Alright peeps, thank you so much and enjoy the episode. What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is Super Nerd Pals, episode 54. I'm Stan Gadurski. I'm Andy Karasquillo. And I'm Chris Sampson. What's up, guys? How was your week, Mr. Karasquillo? It was Pokemon-filled. Pokemon-filled? Hell yeah, I put 11 hours in that fucking Senor Sampson! It was good. Um, I just came back uh, maybe like an hour or two ago. Uh, I came back from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. I was visiting our mutual friend Mike Gibe and uh, a couple of other friends, and we just had an action-packed weekend. So, uh, one of my special topics for this week, I'm going to talk about a movie we all watched during the weekend. And yeah, so it was pretty good. Oh, look at what! How about you, Stan? Me? Yeah. Played a shitload of Fire Emblem. Hell yeah! I got like 25 hours in Fire Emblem. Only on chapter 13. I'm on chapter 8. and uh, I might have maybe a, a little bit more than... Uh, a little bit less than that. I'm on chapter 8 in Conquest and chapter 11 in Birthright. Goddamn, Chris. Playing them by, side by side? Yeah, I'm switching. Like Right now I'm playing more Birthright, but I really like the more challenging mission and game and gameplay in of conquest, conquest. Yeah. um but yeah but i love all the ca- i like the characters uh, a lot more you playing uh you playing a matchmaker you uh you hooking anyone oh, hell up yeah i'm playing matchmaker that's, that's, that's like part of the best parts of the game tell me the gossip who, who hooking up <laughs> in your world so right now like with uh my corin main character it seems like he's he's gonna hook up with sakura but who do you want him to hook it's up like with? romance watch 2016 so I just got Kagero, and I feel like she's gonna hook up with Saizo. OTP, sure OTP, OTP, right? Yeah, Saizo Kagero, Kagero, Kagoro. Mm-hmm. However you say their name. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, uh, all, besides my character and Sakura, um, Corin and Azura, they look like they're to be a thing. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. I was kind of, during uh, earlier today. I kind of screwed up the relationship, if that's a thing. Because um, I when I, when you're collecting resources, so like peaches, you can trade them in for accessories. So if you trade in five peaches, you can get a bath towel. So I got that, <laughs> and as a joke, I decided to um, um, to give it to Asura. She she was asking, "Oh, I need some accessories. Do you think you have any?" So I gave her a bath towel. And she got really pissed off at my character. It's like, oh, shit. Because you're fucking ballsy. 
So I may Dude, have. You pretty uh, much just told her I, I want to see you in this towel and nothing more. I don't know. I think it would be really funny just to see like some badass songstress, you know, like kill people with a nagadata with nothing but a bath towel. But now she took really a, a, a huge offense to that, and now I'm like, oh god, now I feel I bad. Mean, have you ever tried to pick up a girl by giving her a towel? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't think on. it would work. Yeah. My my army's got something called the the pink beret of justice. <laughs> And what that is is that every time somebody asks me for an accessory, I give them the same pink beret. So everyone like trades wearing it. So like I'll whoever says it like, can you give me something? I'm like, okay, I, I got the pink beret for you. They put it on and they'll wear it until the next person asks for an accessory, and I'll take it off that character. I'll give it to the next person. Like here you go, you get the pink beret. So like everyone, it doesn't diminish the relationship with who was wearing it previously. But as long as you give somebody who's asking you currently for something. It'll improve your relationship with them. Yeah, I, w- I really like that mechanic. I was afraid that I need I needed to have enough accessories for everyone to go around, but the fact that you can switch off between characters and not have any punishing effects, you know, it's like, oh, great. So just switch out the same item. I literally just give everyone Marth's tiara. That's like the <laughs> only... <laughs> everyone wears that pink beret with, like, a lot of, like... For me, it's just like... Hey, do you have something? Yeah, yeah. Here's Mark's tiara. <laughs> the, Here's tiara. My equivalent of the pink beret of justice is the effigy mask. It's like the really derpy mask with like the 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 rice hat and the weird face. I like it. So right now, the size I was wearing that. Speaking of which, I just remembered. Fucking amiibos come out on Friday. Oh hell yeah! What amiibos? Ryu, Roy, and Rob. Oh, Roy. Roy is our boy. I have all three pre-ordered. Ryu. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm more excited for Roy because then I can get Roy and Fire Emblem. Roy's our boy. Hey, who's who's hooking up in your Fire Emblem? Uh, you tied right. a knot with, with K's over there? Ka- Kaze? Kaze? Not yet. Not yet. You working on it? I'm working on it. <laughs> my, I'm like ultimate matchmaker in my game. I got like, I'm like hooking people up back and forth. I almost thought for a while that I was going to hook up with Saizo, my core and Saizo, but I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't break up him and uh, Kagero. The size they, is so awesome. They got, I know that's why they're they're the perfect match for each other because they're they they really complement each other. My um, my Corin though, let me tell you, man, she's got like so many almost relationships. It's crazy. It's like she's waiting for the perfect man, right? <laughs> but like all these men, like waiting in the wings, is about to S rank with with my Corin, and she's like, no, she can't, you know. She's like, I know, I know you ain't ever read it, but she's like Lily Barton, House of Mirth. Like she's just like she's just waiting for the right man. She's just waiting for the right man, but nobody's coming around. She just keeps telling everybody no. And like, you know what? The thing is that there ain't no perfect man. There ain't no perfect man, Corin. You gotta take the man you can get. You got you gotta you gotta marry a good man when the best man ain't available. Is what I'm saying. So so who are you gonna hook her up? All with? Right, that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. She's been she's been level twenty for like hours now, and she's been like almost S rank with like half the male cast. And I just I can't because once you hit level twenty with your initial class, you don't gain any more experience points. Yeah. You have to like get the master class. And I don't know yet what class I want her to be because I don't want her to just be a Norn um a Hoshidian like noble. Yeah, something like maybe I want her to be like a samurai or like so that's like Ryoma. Right, if she hooks up with with Ryoma, she gets like the um, the swordsmaster in the samurai class. If if she's with um, Silas, right, she gets like the horseback 
shit. She could be a paladin, or I can just give her the 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 great lord class from the from the DLC from the Awakening DLC. I don't know what to do. I'm thinking she's gonna go with Silas because they got that whole like we, we were friends when we were children shit going on. I, I like that like background. You know, I, I like. I'm not hooking them up based on stats. I'm hooking up on like who who belongs together. Who's the better candidate? Yeah. Like for, for in my game, Kaze hooked up with Rinka, right? Because they hadn't they they were together since the beginning. You know, the so love be, be blooming on the battlefield. The, the problem is that they don't have children. They're not viable for children. That's wait, they're not. How, wait, how are they not? They can't. Only have only certain people can be with Kaze and produce children. And really, Ringa's not, and Ringa's not one of them. But I can't let like I can't stand in the way of love. You know. But Corin's one of them. That's that's Corin is here. one of them. Of course, because Corin has a kid. Yeah, Corin always gets a kid. Corin has two kids. If if you hook up with the songstress, uh, you get two kids also. Is there a, right? Yeah. Yeah, my Corin's a, yeah. a woman. Yeah, my corn's a woman too. I know. She's gonna be BFFs with everybody. Something is Silas because I, I like I peeked into the future. I saw what kids they're gonna have. They have some good kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going with Kaze. Kaze's the man. I had like I, I saved and then like hooked up with Saizo to see what it'd be like. Right? Because <laughs> I was like, I wasn't sure. And that was like way long ago, and he was like the, their romance was like, I've been watching you from afar, and I gotta tell you, I love you. <laughs> and she's like, Oh yeah, me too. All right, let's let's have some kids or whatever, right? And then you can like invite them into your house, right? And like, so I invited Saizo to my house after we like had kids, and he was like, I gotta tell you my one weakness, I'm ticklish. <laughs> I was like, Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, Saizo. Uh, why <laughs> I don't know uh, man. I don't know imagine coming home with that every day I'm ticklish <laughs> most badass ninja with a, with a fucking scar on his face and everyone in that game got like a real real heavy obsession with, with sweets with like candy and shit you know what's that oh no I just feed the shit out of the dragon with rice just like fucking <laughs> yeah, because that's all I get is rice, rice and fish. I don't get fish. I get rice and amber. Fuck, am I gonna do with the amber? Fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna build a statue. The hell is amber good for? Put like little mosquitoes in it and like bring back the dinosaurs. That's what I'm gonna do. I get daikon or radishes and and uh, l- lapis, lapis, lapis. Yeah, like the blue gem. That's all I get. And it's like okay, well, you know, festivals. You get fucking. Amber and rice. The get, hell am I get fish and that? rice. See, at least you get fish. But but that dragon is going to be starchy as shit. <laughs> I feed her like... <laughs> well, I have like 50 you. rice. You, did you build that mess hall? No, not yet. You got to build that mess hall because you get you get them to cook rice for everyone else. Oh, actually, I did. Uh, I can cook the some, rice. Some of them are like bad cooks, though. You got to watch out who makes you food. I can cook the rice and the fish. Like Rinka? Always be burning the food. Can't can't have Rinka on, on chef duty if you're going <laughs> to... You serving your serving your army. Good things to know. Yeah, I don't even know who to hook up Azura with in my game too. See, if I was a male, it'd be a done deal, like Azura and the male, right? But like, no, I gotta I gotta find a mate for her too. I'm thinking like maybe Ryoma, maybe Takumi. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard out here. I can't progress the story. I can't progress the main story 
until I found all the OTPs. <sighs> you know, so I'll I'll spend like an hour grinding out support with Azura and Takumi. And I'm like, I don't know if I can S rank them yet. So then I'll do it all over again with somebody else until they get almost to the point where they're S ranked. And I mean, the good part about that is I'm like drowning in money and experience points, and everyone's like almost S ranked with each other. But like, I just can't. I I, I hook everyone up because you don't know. You don't know. It some might die. Some might die in the next battle. I need those kids. <laughs> I gotta put them back in the army. Stan, you're in it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Romance and kids and fighting. What else? What else reason do you need? You sound like you're in it just for the kids so that you can slave them in your army. No, but the cool thing is that their hair color changes based on who their parents are. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, shit. Like, not only do I got to worry about who's the best romance, I was like, who's got the best hair now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. You, I don't Never think you've gotten... the the existential threat of the Nor- of the Nor Empire. You know, I, no, hair color. That's what... Hair what, color, what... romance, who depends. Exactly. I think it follows the hair color mainly of the, of the mother. The mother, right. So, like, um, I don't know. You, did you, you get... Um, I think his name is Cade. He's the Kitsune. He's like the fox guy. No. So he changed into a fox. And then like you can pair him up with anyone because he's he's a male, even though he's he's fox, right? He's a fox man, but he's also like a man. Man, I might drop Kaze for him. Yeah, he, fox man. So you have a fox baby, right? And so like he has a daughter and her daughter's got like blonde fur, but a streak of whoever the mother's hair is. That's dope. So it's like my really cool. I hooked up um him with Oboro, who's like that spear wielder. And so she's got blonde with like a blue streak of like fur. That's Badass. Cool. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing in fire. <laughs> it's part of that's the game, man. So it's, it, yeah, exploit it. All right. Newsflash. Shoryuken. Hadouken. Tiger. Tiger. Uppica. Yodele. That's fucking Vega. I got you right there. You didn't think I had any more in my pocket. Rashido. No, that's too too modern. Uh, too it's modern. Super okay, dynamic cooking keep it, time. Keep it early nineties, please. Okay. Well, I'm just sorry, Stan. We, we we were on that stream with Iron Lambro. Oh yeah, I, for, I almost forgot we were on um, Iron Lambro's stream last week. Yeah, last Wednesday. That was a ton of fun. Uh, I I really want to jump on the next one, which is uh, every Wednesday at six thirty p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, Twitch. Twitch TV slash Iron Lambro. Yeah. So yeah, um, he was playing a bit of Heroes of the Storm, which is a MOBA uh, for those who don't know out there. It's a MOBA with uh, Blizzard characters, so people from Warcraft and Starcraft. So yeah, uh, I only played Heroes of the Storm like once, and then Iron Lambro, he picked up... Well, well, then he started playing Street Fighter V. Then he picked up Vega... Which I, if I'm correct, that was the first time he ever played Vega, right? Yeah, he was. He did training mode for a bit and then just hopped on to ranked. Yo, he was wrecking face. It was impressive. It was really impressive. And then Rashido came on and he had the best background theme music. Yeah, he's got like some really good theme music. Rashido says so now like it's like a meme between us and it's awesome. So for me, this was like my first. Like actual time, just hanging on a on a Twitch stream and just chatting. Because usually I would just catch like YouTube video of a recorded Twitch stream, but this is the first time interacting with one. And 
I like to do it more. It's a, and I I really we should we should really get into live streaming like we talked about before. We will. I'm thinking like summer as soon as I'm free of these like you know fucking responsibility shackles. <laughs> fucking college. In Spanish, that's Spanish, man. I did a uh, live streaming, El bit, but the majority of my live streaming was me playing Smash Bros. Drunk as fuck. Well, that's a great. That's Which a great is channel. Always man. fun. Always fun. You would. We could bring it back. And yo, know, I'm so with. We that. could do live podcasts. We could. On on Twitch, we definitely we could. could. We have the technology. Yeah. Keep it in your back pocket. Anyway, news. Hit me with it. Yeah. Yes. All right. So <laughs> that's not. There's nothing newsy or flashy about the the punch punch KO sound effect that I'm doing. It's, it's all right. But I'm it's doing right. it. We'll bring it. Okay. So uh, hopping off of our uh, Fire Emblems talk, Fire Emblems Revelations, the DLC comes out this Thursday, March 10th. Um, if you already got the collector's edition. You have it already, but for for the rest of us, it'll come out on March 10th, so you can access that in-game. It's really easy. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to Revelations, because you could be pretty much like a vagabond. You choose neither side, and you're on your own, or you start your own faction. Um, That's what I'm guessing. I'd rather call myself a vigilante. Hell yeah. Plus, then that way, through on Revelation Path, you can like hook up people from both Conquest and Revelation who aren't normally meant to hook up. That's so Do all kinds of kind of cross babies going on <laughs> in Revelation Path. Exciting! Very exciting. I feel like Stan's gonna spend more hours on Revelation than anything else. I'm telling you, man. Like Fire Emblem is like it just captured me. I've never played a Fire Emblem before, and before this game came out, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get Birthright. I'm gonna play through a little bit, then I'm gonna go on revelation later and like skip conquest but now i'm like i want to play through revelation and then i want to play through conquest and i want to do i want to do did i say revelation i said i'm birthright conquest revelation i want to do them all then i want to go back play awakening there's gonna be so many babies do you have awakening no see the thing with awakening that's not in this game is you can 100 percent max out all your stats so for instance uh let's say you want uh corin to be a swords master mm-hmm. which isn't like what you would do is max her out to level 20. Then you would give her the scroll for Swordsmaster again. Mm. And it would reset her level, but not her stats. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So you just keep doing it until everything's maxed out. But you can't do it in this game anymore. Yeah, I'm really excited for Revelations because uh, over the weekend, Mike opened my eyes. And I have my all-time new favorite um character class it's called the dread fighter my god it's like you're pretty much like a demon ninja um you you have this super badass ninja garb and you're wreathed in like this swirling purple and black flame and you have like special fight animations like um so the dread fighter there are they're able to use swords shurikens and knives or daggers um, which is really cool. And they have this special fight animation where they basic, basically do like this shadow clone jitsu kind of thing. Like he, they charge at the enemy and they split into two different ninjas and their, their forms are all like wavery and transparent. And then they, they come back together and like slice the guy in like 50 times. And it's like so cool. And I turned Saizo into a dread fighter 
and he's like it's literally the most badass thing ever. So I'm hoping for revelations when I start a new character to do to have my base class as Dreadfighter. So I'm really excited about that. If you romance a Dreadfighter Saizo, you uh, can yeah, do it. Definitely. Get that lover seal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really hooked on that romance stuff too. It's and like like I said before, the writing the writing is so strong on this, and I the character development is on point. So I get super invested. It's not like so uh, like too serious to the point where it's like boring. It's like serious and funny, and it's really good. Props to those guys. Props to all the writers. Props to the dude translating that too, definitely. To keep it like still really good and funny. Props to Treehouse. Little little round of applause. Thanks, Nintendo. Cool. On to other news. Nintendo Direct happened. I think it was Thursday. Thursday? Yes, it was Thursday. Friday. Yeah, Thursday. Um, So there was quite a bit of interesting news. Star Fox Zero is going to be bundled with a free game called Star Fox Guard. Uh, new weapon and game updates are Splatoon, new Paper Mario, special DLC for Harbor Warriors Legends. For me, uh, the the pieces of new wait what DLC? Oh, uh, for Harbor Warriors. Elaborate. Uh, yeah, so they announced yeah. um a season pass. A for, season pass. Uh, four pieces of DLC content. DLC that game, dude. Like, there's like a fucking billion pieces of DLC. It's got more goddamn. characters than like Street Fighter Five Four. Everything's got more characters. Street Fighter Five, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, also, with what's a DLC though? Did they say what it was? New character? They didn't mention, but they just mentioned that there's going to be four pieces coming out in the next few months after it releases. Um, and the season pass, Who's it's left? Uh, I forget how much it costs, but there is a season pass uh, for the first run of copies for Hyrule Warriors Legends. Um, you get an exclusive costume for Ganon, and it's it looks really really cool. Is it Wind Waker? Uh, I don't recall. I can uh I can pull up an image. Actually, let me let me see. If I can find it. One. Everyone should get a costume where it's just Tingle. I want a I, Tingle costume for everyone. Yeah, everyone like imagine Ganon in a Gandorf in a Tingle costume. The the fucking one piece green suit. I'll tingle your ass right there. <laughs> This is taking too long. Okay, you know what? I'll just I'll I'll research it later, and I'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty tight skin. So it's uh it's only available for the first I guess first edition printing of the game. Can't wait for that shit to come out. Hell yeah! And uh, one more piece of uh, uh one more goodie related to that medley from Wind Waker will be included as, as part of the roster, uh, which is pretty cool. So for the news I was really excited about. For a long while, we've been hearing about uh, this new game from Atlas. First, it was called uh, Shin Megami Tensei X or Cross Fire Emblem. But now it has a new IP name. It's called Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. So this is basically the fusion between the t- two franchises. And it looks really cool. From the trailer... From the English trailer they released so far, it looks like it's a JRPG about being about becoming a pop idol star. It looks really awesome, so I'm super excited for that. Now, see, they had they had a good name, and then they did this. 
like Tokyo Pop Mirage, One Piece, t- Sharp Reload, Fe Fates, If Two Point Eight. It it's very it's like a very Japanese naming convention. It's like the same people who did Kingdom Hearts naming, you know, like three stream drops. Isn't this like the thing where it's like Persona, but you summon like Farum characters? No, this is this is yeah, pretty much. Okay, that naming is just as bad as the person who came up with Kingdom Hearts. 358 over two days. No, what about the guy, so Kingdom Hearts Cisco? What is that shit called? <laughs> the one that's coming in 2.8 to set up Kingdom Hearts 3? No, no, the actual game, the thing that's inside of it. I don't know. It's like the prequel chapter to Kingdom Hearts 3. The Kingdom Hearts Cisco. Wait, oh, is it really called shit. Cisco? What is it called? I thought it was like 2.8 or something else. I don't know. The, th- the, the package is called 2.8, Chris, but the individual games <laughs> have different names too. Why? Uh, Kingdom Heats. Kingdom Heats. <laughs> Kingdom Heats. I would love that game. It'd be like, it'd be like Miami Vice with Kingdom Hearts characters. <laughs> I was looking up Kingdom Hearts for Kingdom Heats. Now I can't. I can't get it out of my mind. Just like eighties, like Miami got Riku and Sora. Like in- just imagine like Riku and Sora trying to be like private eyes or <laughs> or like Heats. detectives. Kyrie comes on the radio to tell them like the new <laughs> the new crimes going on. It's like it's pretty fantastic. There you shit. go. I- Ikshi black cover Kingdom Hearts X Xi X X Kai X X Xi X X Is that really is that really the name X Chi? Listen, Kingdom Hearts X lowercase X. Okay, bracket C H I close bracket black cover. Parentheses movie. Uh, I, my brain is get is is going. <clears throat> a new HD movie that tells the mysterious story of the foretellers, connecting the earliest parts of the series' history, showcasing the upcoming mobile title Kingdom Hearts Unchained X Key. Can we just get Roman numeral Dude. three? This is I'm I'm. Go- oh, and you also have Kingdom Hearts zero point two Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage. Literally the name of I'm the sorry, game. no. King Mart's 0.2 Birth by Sleep Dash, a fragmentary passage dash. I'm I'm going through an error 404 in my brain right now. I just cannot I cannot respond. Fuck all that stuff. Give me Kingdom Heats. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Kingdom Heats. Riku and, and and Sora in pastel suits in a convertible just driving down Miami. And the Disney mascots are crime bosses. It's like Mickey and Goofy, Donald Duck. They have a turf war. It'd be awesome. (laughs) I don't know why, but when you said said Donald and turf war, the only thing I thought of was the the Disney Infinity Donald Duck character, how pissed off he looks. You got Riku and Sora hitting up Chip and Dale, the cocaine bandits. (laughs) (laughs) information <laughs> they team up on a side mission with darkwing duck yo that'd be awesome and then you darkwing find duck out could be the batman of miami then you find out <laughs> we mickey slinging dope the whole time <sighs> that's why they call her queen mickey of miami <laughs> queen Minnie, <laughs> king mickey but he act- happens to be like moonlights as queen mickey at night at the nightclub house of mouse and that's what Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is. 
It's just a series of it's, Mickey. It's a cl- it's it's nightclub in you know Heat City, <laughs> Kingdom Heats. <laughs> Each world is a different district where you got like crime bosses. You know, you got Peter Pan, and he's like, Listen, war- Disney's <laughs> made enough money off of us. Let's just <laughs> cut it <laughs> here. Continue your Peter Pan thing. No, I'm just saying, like you know, you got like. Neverland, and it's like Peter's, like Peter Pan's, like the crime boss of, of Neverland, and it's just like a different district, and you know. So, what is Hook? Is Hook like rebelling against the crime lord? Is, Hook is trying to is take over the so, criminal like, empire. Everyone but who it's we like, thought were villains. It's like it's like Earth Three. It's like Earth Three Kingdom Hearts. Damn, this is deep. Where they're all like flipped. Interesting. And they all sling coke and a weed. Does that make Organization 13 like... Maybe heroin. TFBI or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes, that makes Organization 13 the... Uh, they're the Walter Whites. All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them just bald. They're all disgruntled chemistry teachers. <laughs> they're all handsome. I mean, yeah, I was just they're all say, they're all Xehanort. Well, technically, Xehanort's bald as fuck too. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Like they're all Xehanorts. This kingdom heats. Sora is really Jesse Pinkman. Uh, but then wouldn't that make Yen Sid Walter? And I guess so you're like cross. You're. <laughs> well, well, Jesse becomes against what Walter does. Well, actually, if Yen Sid is Walter, then that makes Mickey Jesse. Yeah. So like Yen Sid gets cancer and he's like, Mickey, we got a coke. And so they're like in the meth lab. <laughs> I never thought I would hear that exact quote in my life. Yen Sid gets cancer and tells Mickey we got a cook. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Kingdom Heat. Kingdom Heat. Kingdom uh, Heat. Kingdom let's kick start. Let's, uh, let's kickstart that. That'd be awesome. Uh, all right, so um, we got really off track. Um, that's all we do, but yeah. We, so look out for Token Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe. That's a mouthful. <laughs> they can simplify that a bit. Um, let's see. I was also really looking forward to some news on Bravely Second. It's the follow-up to Bravely Default, so it's a Square Enix RPG, very similar to Final Fantasy V. Um, I just picked up Bravely Default this past week, uh, so I'm going to play it in the next, I guess, weeks or months until Bravely Second comes out in April. But apparently this was a little bit old news, according to our friend Zach. This came out like one or two months ago, but it was complete news to me. But they announced new classes and or new jobs. I'm sorry. So the new job for for this game is I kid you not, it's called the Catmancer. So it's a lot like Final Fantasy's Blue Mage, where you can steal the moves of certain monsters. So the Catmancer, they they can steal moves from monsters, and you could teach these moves to your cats, and the cats perform these moves. Uh, in exchange for cat treats. And this idea just blew my mind. And it's so ridiculous. and so amazing. So I... Sounds like my, my kind of yeah. class. So... Sounds like Junji Ito's kind of class. Exactly. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh. So I'm super excited for this game just because of this class. Um, uh, and also related to that, 
if you're a Best Buy Game Club member, you can get access to the free demo. Actually, tomorrow. This, uh, by the time the episode comes out, this will be already be out, but it comes out on the 7th. And similar to the last game, if you get the demo and play through it, you can transfer your game data and save data into the actual full version of the game, which I really appreciate. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, there was a debut trailer for Monster Hunter X, or in the U.S. now, it's going to be called Monster Hunter Generations. And lastly, Kirby Planet Robobot. So it's a new, it's a brand new th- Kirby game for the 3DS, and it's basically Kirby in a giant mech suit that can transform into like a car, or boat, or plane. I'm really excited about this. Um, and I actually never played a Kirby game, so what the hell? Again, I, I Nintendo deprived and never had like a Kirby. Like he eats shit and he gets their powers. What? It's Kirby. Kirby's the shit. What was that Super Nintendo Kirby game called? Shutter. Something Star. No, I'm looking up. No, no not 64. I'm sorry, Super Nintendo. Oh, Super Nintendo. Kirby Superstar. No, wasn't that what it was called? I don't know. Or Kirby's Dreamland. Or is that so? I don't know. I don't know. Crystal Crystal Shard is like my shit. I've actually never played Kirby 64. Oh my god, that game is amazing. I used to combine like uh, the sword and the firepower and always have the flame sword. Mm-hmm. Shit brolic. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, related to the Kirby game, there's going to be four new Kirby Amiibo to be released. Um, I, there's <sighs> Kirby, Meta Knight, King DDD, and there's one character, I, I don't know the name, but it looks like a monkey. I can't remember the name right now. The Waddle Dee? Maybe? Is it a Waddle Dee Amiibo? Monk B. Let's see. Kirby Amiibo. Oh, man. You know what yeah, it's there? a Waddle Dee Amiibo. You know be cool? Wow, that's crazy. I want the Waddle Dee Amiibo. You know would be cool if they, if they got like a Kirby that like absorbed Marth's powers, then you can recruit him and fire him. Yo, that'd be legit. You just got a little tiara now, like a, like a hair. Like oh, hair. speaking of, um, of Marth, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to mention this, but... Well, first off, uh, if you have a copy of Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, the save files unlock special content in the game. And as a special DLC, you could have Marth's armor as a downloadable skin, which is badass. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Andy, so you said Waddle Dee? That's the, that's, a new, that's a new amiibo? I'm pretty sure that's it. Okay, because I have no idea who that is. So is it from... Kirby 64, or... Yeah. I I literally have no idea. They're from, like, every Kirby game. Okay. Waddle Dees are, like, King Dedede's minions. Okay. It, they're, they're pretty much Goombas. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Good to know. Yeah, but let me... I'm trying to confirm that, that it's Waddle Dee. Yeah, yeah, it is Waddle Dee Amiibo. Yeah, now that I got a 3DS... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start... I'm gonna cave and start collecting amiibo. I'm like panicking because, uh, so many. I, I at least want all the fire emblem ones so I can unlock them in fates, and also want Greninja, Mewtwo, um, the Cloud and Corrin and Bayonetta ones that are eventually coming out in Ryu. Uh, I don't plan on getting all the amiibo, just like the ones I really, really like. So I'm collecting the entire Smash roster. Plus, I need to get a Waddle Dee. Hell yeah. 
I kind of want some Fire Emblem Amiibos now. All I, all I got is Marth. Maybe Lucina. Lucina? Lucinda? Lucina? 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 Yeah. That one. I lied. It's not this weekend that the new Amiibos come out. It's next. Wolf Link. Famicom, Rob, Ryu, and Roy. You're going to get that Wolf Link? I already have the Wolf Link and the Gold Mega Man. Did you get that Twilight Princess HD? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it comes with the Amiibo. <sighs> it's the only way to get it. Not into Twilight Princess. Huh? Not into Twilight Princess. I've never played Twilight Princess, not so. My, not my kind of I jam. figured now was a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Let me know. I've been hearing the HD versions be getting like, a lot of stellar reviews. Yeah, I heard they cut out a lot of the bullshit. Like what kind of bullshit? Like like excessive grinding uh, or like the game? Like there's there's like these wolf link segments that a lot of people complain about that apparently they cut down on. Oh, okay, so I don't I don't know. I guess I'll play through it myself and uh, see. All right, we'll see where it goes. Andy, random question: Do you know why there hasn't been like exclusive Fire Emblem Fates amiibo created? I mean, I- what? Like, do you know why? Because I would love, I would kill for a Saizo amiibo. Oh my gosh. I don't think they're going to do Fire Emblem Fates amiibos. Why? Because Saizo. They're they're definitely going to do a Corrin one because she's in, or he's in Smash. Oh, you think they're going to have both genders or no? No. Uh, It's probably going to be exactly like uh, Robin. Robin. They should have both genders. I feel like if they do Corrin, they should do the female Corrin. Yeah. Just because they didn't mail Robin. That would make it fair. Are but it done? would also be nice if they produced, like, a gender. Like, both genders. That'd be really nice. But anyway. That's it uh, from my side on Nintendo Direct News. I don't know if... It, was there any other highlights that you guys were interested in? or Not really. I know Dragon Quest VIII got delayed till next year. Oof. You were tight about that shit? I was tight about that shit. I was looking... You know what else got delayed till next year? Mass Effect Andromeda. You know what else got delayed <sighs> until probably 2018? What? Kingdom Hearts 3. You know that's never coming out, right? <laughs> we're gonna get Halo... We're gonna get Half-Life 3 before we get Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Um, Uncharted 4 got delayed as well. about this? They gotta bring out the X-Chise and shit. <laughs> Uncharted? Yeah. Uncharted 4 got delayed by like another couple of weeks or a month i think yeah. and it's like the third time it got delayed so mighty number nine got delayed ah, till may that game is nothing that game's not even real anyway none of this is real none of it's real <laughs> you want to do this well who's chris yeah what's up you got you got time yeah i can i could i could start off with our with our topic or I can start off. You're the only one. <laughs> You're the only topic. <laughs> You're the only topic this week. It's all right. Okay. So like I said at the top of the episode, um, I visited one of my best friends, Mike, uh, along with uh, Nick, Julia, and Gabrielle. Uh, we all, well, me, Mike, Nick, and Gabrielle, we all went to college together. Um, and I visited them in Pennsylvania. And we watched The Boy and the Beast, which is a brand new anime movie. Well, quote unquote brand new. It came out in Japan on July 11, 2015, but it's it got localized for theater releases in other countries. So, it came out in France and Australia and 
it got licensed by Funimation for a North American release, and it started screening this Friday or this past Friday, so March fourth. So we all went to see the movie, and I was not disappointed. If anything, this was one of the greatest anime movies I've seen in a long while. It's written and directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Hosoda, he's often compared and hailed as the next generation, like uh, ne- the next generation of animators within the same pedigree as Miyazaki. And he really deserves all the praise and comparisons. Although I, I pause to, I mean, it's, it's no, you shouldn't sneeze at being compared to Miyazaki, but I feel like he should be commended on it on his own terms because uh, he has a very distinctive style and you, you can see similarities and influences to Miyazaki because he did work at Studio Ghibli for some amount of time, but uh, he's really coming to his own. He's, he's really stepped out of the shadow of like Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli. But yeah, his work is, is so amazing. So he's most well-known for a series of movies that, that have come out in the, the last 10 years. Uh, they include... The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Summer Wars, and Wolf Children. I've seen the first two. I have not seen Wolf Children, but they're all extremely, extremely good movies. I have a special place in my heart for Summer Wars. That movie is boss. I, ugh, it's so good. So I highly recommend you guys watching that. I've actually seen Summer Wars. That movie is amazing. It's so dope, right? It's like this weird-ass, like... Digimon esque type game uh, type movie, really good. What was I saying? Oh, okay, yeah. And even if you haven't seen his movies, you can definitely recognize his other work. Um, he did the opening animation sequence for Shamrock Champloo. He was a key animator for the two Broly Dragon Ball movies, and Broly's like hands down my favorite Dragon Ball villain. Wait, which two? Um, because it was Bio Broly. Let's see, I. Just had this page open. Hold on, let me check. BioBrawly is garbage. Uh, I mean, BioBrawly is just about a mud monster. Which, swamp thing. Which, whose weakness is water. Don't make any sense. Okay, so he did Dragon Ball Z Broly, the legendary Super Saiyan. So that's that's the first Broly movie. And Broly 2. Yeah, Broly 2, Second Coming. Electric Boogaloo. Isn't that the one where like Trunks pees on his head or something? Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta make sure. And then they do uh like brother Kamehameha. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Um all right. And he's also done movies for Sailor Moon and Yu Yu Hakusho. He's directed a couple episodes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I think he's also done a One Piece movie. Uh, so yeah, he's he's been doing he's he does a lot of good stuff, but he's he's mo- most well known for his movies. We watched this in theaters on Saturday, and I was not disappointed at all. I mean, it just blew my expectations out of the water. It was a fantastic film. It was, um, since it was licensed through Funimation, it, it was an English dub, and the dub was fantastic. It had a seriously amazing voice cast. So the two main characters, one of them is Kumatetsu, and Kumatetsu is basically this uh, anthropomorphic samurai bear. And he was voiced by John Swayze. 
And he's really well known for playing Gendo Akari from Evangelion, Von Hohenheim from FMA Brotherhood, and uh, Lord Death or Shinigami from Soul Eater. The other character, uh, Kyuta or Ren, he's a human boy or human adult as well later in the movie. He's voiced by Eric Vale, and he's the voice of Trunks, which is really awesome too. I don't want to give spoilers away. I guess like the the elevator pitch, Ryuta or Ren. Ren Ren is the kid's real name. Uh, Ryuta is the name, or I'm sorry, Kyuta. Kyuta is the name that his master gives him later in the film. But Ren, he's a nine-year-old boy living in Tokyo, and his parents are divorced, and his mom dies in a car accident. He's about to be shipped off to live with his in-laws on his mom's side, but he wants to live with his dad. But basically he runs away from home and he lives on the streets for, I guess like a couple of days. And well, he ends up meeting these two mysterious creatures. One of them is Kumatetsu. Like I said before, is this hulking anthropomorphic samurai bear. Kumatetsu. He's a, well-renowned warrior in this alternate world called uh, Junintai. So it's this world parallel to ours where it's completely populated by anthropomorphic beasts. And he's looking for an apprentice. And he's a gruff and really rough around the edges kind of character. And the reason why he needs an apprentice is because he has a rivalry with another legendary warrior. And for warriors in this world... um, like the main goal is to become a lord and lords have the special privilege of reincarnating as a god but you can only become a lord if you take on an apprentice so through an chance encounter ren follows kumatetsu into this brand new fantastical world and it becomes this incredibly moving coming of age story uh, a lot like Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. And this movie has something for everyone. It has a ton of comedy. Like, there's a lot of, like, really awesome visual comedy. And there's a lot of really awesome jokes. And Kumatetsu, like, his characterization, just being, like, this really rough, around the edges, uh, scrappy, arrogant, grumpy bear and Ren or Kyuta, like being like a scrawny, scrappy kid and like their relationship with each other. It's just, it's a really powerful and funny, funny dynamic that evolves throughout the movie. Uh, it has amazing fight choreography. They fight with swords and they fight with magic. It also has really deep, insightful themes and topics. So it talks about like family and growing up, uh, like the purpose of life, uh, existentialism and like buddhist symbology and ideology so i was really surprised i mean i was i was really pumped for the movie but when i was watching the trailers i was expecting it to be like jungle book meets the karate kid which in a way it's not that's not like a wrong way to depict it but it's much more than that like how the trailers were depicting it it seemed to me like a story of how the story is about this kid and the relationship he has with a surrogate father figure and learning how to grow up and become an adult and to overcome his own weaknesses 
and defying inner strength and physical strength and like spiritual strength through fighting and martial arts and um, this mismatched relationship you don't really expect, which is all true. It all happens in the film, but that's only one third of the film. There are two other main, I guess, subplots or plot beats that really like take you or sweep you up and take you to this space where you're not expecting it, but you're totally drawn in and Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I, I I won't give it away like the other two plot beats because, but it was much, much more than I was expecting. And I just came out of the theater like, like the ending is like so heart-wrenchingly amazing and satisfying, fulfilling. And when me and Mike and all of our friends came out of the theater, we were just like, we we could not stop talking about the movie. And we just kept quoting like all the characters and like all these really quirky moments that happened. So yes, this movie is absolutely amazing. I personally, I've liked, I've, I, I, I know this is, might be blasphemy to say, but I've liked in general Mamoru Hosoda's films more than Miyazaki films. I don't know. Uh, I just, I just, uh, Miyazaki's great. I'm not, I'm not putting him down i'm not criticizing his work i don't know something speaks to me more with mamaro's films um and really good news i just read this in the past uh like hour or two the japan academy prize association just gave the boy and the beast the animation of the year award so congratulations that's really awesome um so i've been telling my friends, and uh, I really encourage you guys to see. You have to see it in theaters. Uh, it's a limited release, so not all, not every movie theater is playing it. Um, and I'm not exactly sure how long we'll play in theaters. I've no, I know I've seen dates going into at least like next week. So just go out, check it out. You will not regret it. Like Kuma Tetsu is awesome. Red is awesome. There's some other secondary characters like there's. Ren's other guardians one of them is a monkey one of them is a pig uh they're really cool and like the world the world and the animation is so beautiful like most of it's hand-drawn but there's some moments where it's cgi but it doesn't take away from the rest it just it's just so mind-blowing the soundtrack's awesome just everything about this movie is so good and especially for my friends we're we're all huge martial arts enthusiasts and geeks so there was an extra layer of enjoyment, just just reading to like all this martial arts philosophy and icon- iconography in it. Um, so yeah, go out and see it. So it's called The Boy and His Beast. It's out in theaters. Um, there's no news yet on when Funimation or whatever other publisher will create a uh, Blu-ray DVD physical copy or release, but uh, right now, while it's still in theaters, just go out and see it. Cool. You should also see Zootopia because <laughs> that fucking movie was great. That movie was great. I saw that on Friday with Kirsty. It's a fan. It's a fantastic detective movie. Is Nick Valentine in it? No. Zootopia is a really. It's a really good movie. For kids, but for also adults, it's got a lot of funny stuff in it. But it's it's also a really good, really well plotted detective movie. It's like buddy cop mixed with a little bit of noir. 
and it's about a rabbit and, and a fox, and they saw they solve a mystery, missing missing animals, and it's got a lot of a lot of messages in there about like institutionalized racism and political corruption, and it's crazy. It's a good movie. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. It's awesome. Well, now I know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. That's pretty awesome. Zootopia. Who knew? I knew. I've been wanting to see that movie for like ever. It's a great movie. Since December 18th. Oh, do the sloth trailer? <laughs> yeah, that sloth trailer was phenomenal. Yeah, doesn't it's it's good in the movie too. Oh, uh, oh, one more thing. One more thing. I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, Psychopath the movie, Funimation has also licensed that, and that's going to be coming out in theaters as well. I believe that comes out. Uh, I want to say like March 18th. Hold on, let me check. Um, yeah, it's really, really soon. really um, Movie. Let's see. Wow. Yeah, it's even sooner. Uh, yeah, uh, so the Psychopaths, the movie comes out Tuesday, March 15th. So that's, uh, yeah, so that's barely, that's like oh, a, a week and a day from now. Um, so that's really awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that Funimation is just bringing so many anime movies uh, to theaters. I mean, we had. I mean, it's been getting such a, such a good, like, like it's been going so well for them. You can thank Dragon Ball Z for that. Yep. Hell yeah. Pretty much Battle of the Gods. Attack on Titan, Ghost in the Shell, <sighs> and then now you got. No wait, Ghost in the Shell. I think that was that wasn't Funimation. I think it was something else. But that boy and his beast, and then psychopaths, and yes, uh, more story. Please localize more anime movies for the theaters. We're also getting that live action Death Note movie. Uh, yeah, actually, two of them actually. Um, you you have yeah. you have well, I mean, you have the North American Hollywood one, which I have many problems with, but you have this badass new sequel that's coming out. I don't know. Let's let's give Hollywood a chance here. I know they fucked up Dragon Ball Z, but can you really fuck up Death Note? Yeah. Uh-oh. That entire series after L died. Yeah, that's, how, that's how you fuck up Death Note. <laughs> Actually, Nier is my favorite Death Note character. You should be far away <laughs> from me. It, you should be the Yeah, anime. I I feel like I feel like uh, it should have ended. Uh, after L, but the thing is, like, I guess, like the the reception was so popular that Takeshi Obata went and extended the story some more. But I well, it was the same thing with Dragon that's Ball. That's true. Z. Yeah, it was supposed to end at the Frieza saga. Can you imagine to, if we never had like yeah, the Android saga the or Cell saga, saga? And it was supposed to end at the Cell saga also, with Gohan being like the hero of the world, and then again, popular demand. So boo. And then GT happened. Anime. No, no, GT. No. What? G G what? <laughs> GG? I mean, GT had its moments. GT has moments. Um uh, No, the first the first like thirty episodes of them finding the Black Star Dragon Balls was torturous. Then the best saga that they could have had was three fucking episodes long. Three Wait, uh, episodes. Super seventeen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Super Seventeen was really short. I was really sad about that. Um, Baby Vegeta was, Super o- was all right. Was the best story, also. Baby Vegeta was fucking cool. Nobody did anything. Vegeta got a mustache. I hated 
them going to different planets to find these fucking Dragon Balls. I did not care for it. And then the Earth blows up anyway. Surprise, surprise, someone else uses the fucking Black Star Dragon Balls. Yeah. What can you do? Now, well, I mean, now, like, GT, or I guess Dragon Ball pulled, like, a X-Men first class kind of reboot where, like, Dragon Ball Super's there, so it's... Well, actually, no. With Dragon Ball Super's leading up to the events of GT eventually, I think. I don't know. I, I have no... Actually, I have no idea if GT's canon or not anymore with Super around. Um. Anyway, comic book yes, pulls. Yes, comic book pulls. Yeah, for the love of God, no more anime. Please. So, for comics, March 9th, you got Action Comics issue 50. Detective, Detective Comics. Comics issue 50. All New Wolverine issue 6. Spider Gwen issue 6. Amazing issue 9. Amazing what? Spider Man, duh. <laughs> Let's be How real. How am I supposed to know? You just Let's say be amazing. Real here. They should know by now. I thought that was like biggest. Mighty Number no. 9, like the spin off. Anyway, Amazing Spider-Man and Deadpool issue 3, Batman and Ninja Turtles issue 4. Action Comics 50. Comic books. You buy them. Listen. You read them. I'm waiting for two more months. Two more months and I get Nightwing back. You, you always had them. No. Yeah, Grayson. No. You always had Grayson. Listen. The newest Grayson issue, well, not not the newest one, the one before it, had this like funny six-page theme song that Dick Grayson was just singing about himself. It was amazing. Sent it to Stan. So hyped about it. Pretty good. Funny. Yeah. I liked it. Anyway, that's pretty much it for comic polls. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're looking forward to when this episode drops on Wednesday, March 9th. Action Comics 50, though. Gonna have some mouse Superman, I know. Superman's <laughs> gonna be in it. I don't know what's going on. But it's got five. What's going on in Action Comics? Chiquinta. 50. Did you read issue... Uh, Superman. Everyone knew who Superman was. And and then he, he lost Does his he powers. Does he have, like, super cancer or something? No. Someone told me that. Walter White has super cancer. <laughs> okay. He got, his, he got his powers back as of 49. As far as I know. So 50 is going to be... I don't know what's going on in 50. We'll see. I guess we'll see. But, uh... That's it. I guess we can move on to our special topic. Who's the host here this week? You or me? You. I guess we can move on to our special topic now. (laughs) Chris, tell me about the special topic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so, um... This past, oh, leading to our special topic, which is a, one of our classic, uh, what's your ideal team sort of discussion. Uh, the trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie came out earlier this week. It looks really good. I'm really excited about it. It looks awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear, hear the updated theme song. There you go. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> How about you, Andy? Are you afraid of no I ghosts? I have not seen it yet. It's good. They don't, they're not afraid of any ghosts, in case you're wondering. They're not afraid of no ghosts? They ain't afraid of the ghosts. What about Casper? Casper's pretty frightening. He's friendly, though. He aight. He aight. He aight. Casper the aight ghost. <laughs> uh, that's 
good. It's good. You're like chilling at home and like a book falls off the shelf and you're like, what was that? And he's like, don't worry, it's Casper. He I Good people. That's exactly what happened. Anyway, so Ghostbusters trailer. We love it. And um, our special topic for the week is what is our ideal Ghostbusters team? If we could form one. All right. So. Wait, can I start this week? Yeah, you're the host. Yeah, yeah. I just want to I just want to give one thing of mine. My team is going to consist of five people instead of four for a reason I will name. I don't even think I can come up with four people for my ideal team. Go for I'm it. Close. Let me see. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> you got Luigi. You know why? Luigi's Mansion. He got a vacuum. He already got... He got the poltergust. He, is, he has cleared out many mansions of ghosts at this point. He is well learned in the arts of ghost busting. Perfect. Next, Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> Why? Because she's the smartest, right? She knows all the monsters and how to catch them. Well, she needs help from the other um, mystery friends. <laughs> what, are they, what are they called? The mystery friends. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Mystery Inc. But she's the smartest. So she's like, yeah, Mystery Inc. She's like the brains of Mystery Inc. So you got Luigi, you got Velma. You got the camera from Fatal Frame. Because <laughs> that does a real good job of capturing the cameras on film. The ghosts on film. And then you got uh, Pokemon Trainer Red. Because he catch all the ghost Pokemon. I'll give that to you. And, and yeah. Alright, so my first pick is Maka and Soul from Soul yes. Eater. This is, this is my two for one. Because... If I just pick Maka, she's useless. If I just pick Soul, he's useless. So I need to go for that two for I one. I like how you look at me like I know what, I, what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. Soul Eater. So they're from Soul Eater. And they Soul, possess swords. Soul is a weapon. And Maka is a, a meister. It takes a meister to wield a weapon. So Soul pretty much turns into a scythe, and then that's Maka's weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who else would have been a cool Ghostbuster? Who? Shaman King. That kid. He would have. Wasn't that just Pokemon with ghosts? No. Wasn't their whole thing is that they were trying to cap- like capture Jesus or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right, wasn't like Shaman King. It's about King. someone trying to become the Shaman King. Right, and when you're Shaman King, you're like you capture you capture God, right? No, you're like a god. No, you capture God, <laughs> right? That's the king, right? That's the One Piece of of the Shaman Kings, right? About, anyway, my what about second, Shaman Queen. My second. <laughs> <laughs> I keep going. My second pick would be Brooks from One Piece because he's already died, and. uh he can project his soul into other things, which is pretty cool. I would also have Sora from Kingdom Hearts because he has conquered many, many ghosts in Halloween Town. And my final pick. Huh. I don't know yet. I'm trying to read up and see. I'm if, thinking see if, so hard right now. I'm trying to see the the Shaman King. He ever got God at the end. Chris, you seen Shaman King, right? 
not for a very, very long time. I barely remember. You know it. what? I, I got my I got my my last pick. My last pick is Gengar. Yo, don't steal mine. Because <laughs> because his moves are super effective against uh, ghosts. Done. Darn you, Andy. Gengar's my favorite. You could take Gengar too. You could take Gengar okay. too. But wouldn't wouldn't he be like the Slimer of your Ghostbusters team? Not necessarily the member of the team. No, my Gengar will be a member of my team. See, like, but he's a ghost. But he's a ghost Pokemon. But he can get caught. He can get got. Well, let's just say that. Oh, you know who's on my on my Brooks ghost got got. Forget about Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Undertaker. Yes, Give him the fatal frame camera and you're done. That's it. What about Macho Man? Rest in peace, Macho Beyond Man. The, he could be the he could be the slimer of the team. A ghost macho man. Alright, so I can't use Rest a ghost in peace Pokemon? macho man. No, you can, whatever, I don't care. All right, cool. There's no rules to this. Done, that's my team. Go go, Chris. You got this. Uh I don't know. Alright, fine. No, fine, you know fine. what? No, I I'll got, you, I got you, can you have Gengar. Oh. I'm gonna have Shendalore. I was gonna give you because because I want ghostly Fair fire enough. and a, and like uh like a lighting appliance that's that's that kills everything. It'd be awesome. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Poké Tournament comes out this later this month, so more reasons more reasons to love Chandelure. Hype also on the 18th. Yep, March uh 18th. Um, it's gonna be amazing. Um, let's see. Okay. I gotta give some love to one of my favorite Ben Templesmith comic book characters. Uh, he's done a series of comic books called Wormwood Gentleman Corpse. And basically, Wormwood is a paranormal investigator. And he's this. He's basically this millennia old worm that inhabits and possesses the body of a corpse and he's a very sarcastic uh snarky sort of disgruntled but highly powerful being that inhabits the body of a corpse and he goes drinking all the time and gets into trouble with ghosts and demons uh and other supernatural crazy things on a daily basis and he also has a robot companion who just he he's he's basically like think if think of the iron giant but regular sized and he has an he has like a zz top beard and sunglasses <laughs> and he's so, he's very, he's really cool so wormwood Chandelure, etrigan the demon um from the Batman DC Universe comics. So Etrigan the Demon, he used to be Jason Blood, uh, like a sorcerer back in the same, like like the Middle Ages with like Merlin. But then he betrays his kingdom and his people and then he's cursed by Merlin to become a demon. And I love Etrigan. Uh, I haven't really read much of the comics, but I remember watching Batman... Uh, uh, no, the the new Batman Adventures and Etrigan showed up uh, a couple times before, and I really loved him. So uh, there's that. And I have a feeling 
Well, I have one for you, but I'm going to wait till after you do your Okay. Pick. Uh, I got two more. Uh, D from Wait, How many Vampire Ghostbusters are you got on your team? Like 12? He he already said three. Yes, three so far. So this is the fourth one. So D from Vampire Wait, you have to D. have five on our team now? No, he's picking one more. No, he said he got two more. He got his math confused. I want more Ghostbusters on my team. Well, you can add more. I mean, I mean technically I'm in the Yu second Yu one, they had show. five. I'm going to have Yu Yu Hakusho on my team. The Shaman King. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because he sees all the ghosts. All the forest ghosts. Imagine Ghostbusters in Star Wars. Yo, that's that's broken. <laughs> oh, they just go and find forest ghosts. So, Chris, what's your fourth pick? Oh, uh, D from Vampire, uh, from Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust. Because D, he's a Danfier, so he's a half-vampire, so he can kill all the vampires and undead. But in particular, when fighting ghosts, um, he has this parasite that lives in his hand. I forget his name, but, well, the thing. The thing in his hand, it talks, and he has this special ability to suck up ghosts and spectral energy and beings. So he could just, so he could pull a Luigi and just suck up any ghost into his hand. So it's pretty awesome. And, um, probably, yeah, just because Alucard from Helsing Ultimate. Because I love Alucard. I, I totally, I totally thought you were going to pick, like, Ghost Racer. Oh, that's right, Ghost Rider! I totally forgot. Wow. I, you got Ghost the name. I, I, forget? I was sitting here waiting for you to say it. Wow, uh, that complete, wow. You know what? I am discre- I am so sorry. Like, Robbie Ree is in everyone. Yes, I need to have... And none of us picked Godzilla. <laughs> He'd be too big to catch any ghosts. He'd be, like, fucking... You think Alien would be a good uh, ghostbuster? The, the Xenomorph? Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? No, just give, give, give the Xenomorph a, pro, a proton. No, proton pack? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Or photon? No, I think it's a proton pack. Proton pack. Proton yeah. pack. He wouldn't know what to do with it, though. He'd be like, what the fuck's this? And you just eat it. What is like, <laughs> tongue, his mouth tongue. What about Predator? I don't think Predator would be a good ghost ghost catch, ghost uh, buster. <laughs> you know why? Because he's got the the infrared vision. You know, the, the heat well, vision. Well, that would make him good. No, because ghosts don't have any like heat, body heat, so he wouldn't be able to see the ghosts. Yeah, but if ghosts... It would be the ultimate hunt. <laughs> like, four Predators in, like, Ghostbusters gear. Well, I mean, the, the, use, the, the, the helmet can like see heat? in other spectrums besides heat. But there's no ghost spectrum, is there? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, in this know? case, there would be. How about Freddy Krueger? Freddy? <laughs> you think he'd be a good Ghostbuster? <laughs> He's going to go into their nightmares? <laughs> yeah. What about The Ring? Sadako? Yeah, sure. The whole movie. Oh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of The Ring, you know, the, they, they announced... Um, a ring and the grudge crossover. So I guess like the, the evil spirits from each movie franchise are gonna duke it out in like a boxing ring. I'm sure. is this, this is Freddy versus Jason all over again. Pretty much. What about what about <laughs> what about Jessica Alba in, in the eye? <laughs> you think she could catch us some ghosts? How about uh what's her name? Oh my god. Can't think of her name. You think Light would be able to capture some ghosts? <laughs> They're already dead. I don't know what he'd do. Well, Light did kill a Shinigami, so... He got a life note? You think he got a no- life, life note? A life note. 
Dr. Emmett Brown. He'd probably be a good Ghostbuster. Yeah. He'll he'll probably, probably make a like a advanced proton pack out of like I don't know, duct tape and a old telephone. I don't know. He could do that. I'm trying to think who else make the Ghostbusters. The Rock from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Drives a car not, into a ghost. Not the not the rock from professional wrestling, but no. his, his movie character. Yeah. Or or the rock from Race to Witch Mountain. Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. Hell good pull. That is awesome. I miss that show. He's a phantom. He was a phantom. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got one better. The box ghost from Danny Phantom. Mm, mm, mm. Box Ghost was useless as fuck. Charlie Brown in his messed up ghost <laughs> costume. Because the ghost will find Charlie Brown's <laughs> costume so pitiful that the ghost will just give up and be like, I'm done. I want to go pass on to the next life. I don't want to be in this world anymore because of this guy. Bam. Bleach. Bleach. <laughs> All of Bleach. All of it. <laughs> um... Damn, I had somebody else, but I forgot. Who was I thinking of? Oh, before anyone beats me to it, Saitama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One punch. He'll just have that derpy look on his face when he sees a ghost. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton. Oh, wait. Um, the Pumpkin King. Andy, is your, is your Sora like the Halloween Town version or just regular Sora? Or both? I, I guess it would be Halloween Town Sora because he looks badass. He does. In his costume. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite costume besides the Kingdom Heat. That really is. <laughs> <laughs> and Halloween Town, not only like does it provide the nicer costume for Sora, but the nicer Keyblades. Yeah. Like I love both the Decisive Pumpkin and the Pumpkin Head Keyblade. Key yeah, yeah. So is that a week, guys? Are Pretty we done much. here? I guess so, yeah. <sighs> Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what? I got one last one. Oh, okay. Mr. Burns from The Simpson. Why? The Simpson. <laughs> the Simpsons. The Simpson. The just Simpsons. just one of them. Which Simpson? I just said, <laughs> Mr. Burns. Okay. I got one too. Because he's the man. All he does is demand Smithers to do shit for him. <laughs> Wait, how is that useful in fighting ghosts? Or, like, <laughs> Don't know. Smithers, <laughs> capture that ghost. We're done with, like, with any obvious choices. Oh, okay. I just want to say the Go ghost of Christmas past, one. present, and future from a Christmas carol. You know, they just... So Jim Carrey. Black Flash. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Dead Man. From- Green Arrow. He's got a ghost net. Ghost net arrow. He'll do it. Do you remember that old Nickelodeon TV show? It was like Ghost Rider. Um, ghost Writer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have, have that. Just have it. <laughs> Just, have that. <laughs> Just have it. Just take it. All right, that was Super Nerd Pals episode 54. Thank you guys for listening. You can catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Please give us five stars when you rate us. And rate us, please, because we need the reviews. We have a few up there. Appreciate it. Need some more. 
helps us uh, get a good outreach, have people find us easier. Um, I'm Stan Gudersky. You can find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. Doom. I'm Andy Carasquillo. You can get me on Twitter at SweetJustice1. And I'm Chris Sampson. You can find me on Twitter at KYO Ninja for Hire. And for all your Super Nerd Pals needs, you can go to SuperNerdPals.com and Facebook.com slash group slash Super Nerd Pals, where we post all our nerd stuff all week long for you to read. Hell yeah. And to enjoy. You can also find us on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all of it, Super Nerd Pals. We're taking over the internet. We really are. Also, uh, this past Friday, we released the second episode of Anime is Weird, where we review Codebreaker. Uh, it was a really I heard it was weird. Yeah. It was super weird. <laughs> it was bad weird. So, you want to find out why it was bad weird, just check out the episode. Uh, it's on the same feed as Super Nerd Pals. So, you don't have to do anything more than subscribe to our podcast. And subscribe you shall. Thank you. Bahaha. And tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. You ever see that commercial where it's like the railroad bank with money? And you put the money in the in the railroad thing. It's like, yeah. save your money. Save your money. Save your money. I feel like we should do a Share our podcast. Thing. Share our podcast. Share our podcast. Like super nerd pals. You should be telling. Yeah. You should be telling. Yeah. People about our podcast. <laughs> do you think we'll be sued by a fun amazing? You should be subscribing. <laughs> I don't think they have the trademark on whispering. Oh, subscribe. Or else. I'll find you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> He won't. If you subscribe, he won't find you. <laughs> or maybe I will. <laughs> Don't. Don't find him. I found Chris in his closet. Can we please end the show? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>